after years of training and thousands of hours of practice, protein shakes can happen at any time. I once tore my kneecap to the side of my leg. I once tore my pectoral muscle completely off my shoulder. I've had surgery five times, five times, five times, five times, five times in my left PG knee. For every smoke I take, my body, my life, and my career are on the line. Don't risk yours. Please smoke responsibly. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of High Side of the Ropes. We back! Yep. Another week of wrestling in the books. Uh, we My have, chest still hurts from yesterday. I'm sure it does. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, we're going to get into that in the second half of the show because we are dedicating the entire second half of the show to IWA's Savage Takeover event that happened last night. We got a bunch of videos, clips, and all that good stuff. Um, but first things first, we're here to also deliver you the news of the week. And a bunch of stuff has happened over the week. And it's some of it's kind of like what kind of some of it's kind of like, huh? And some of it's kind of like, now nah, that's just who? dumb. But and also who? Yeah. And also who? Um, but not Dr. Who. Not Dr. Who either. But here we are, folks. And I guess the first things first. Goldberg is actually um, in the news in the news and for something not negative for once. Um, well, I mean, negative, but like. Not negative. It's a past negative. Yeah, a past negative. It's a known one. Yes. It's not anything new, but it's something that he did. Yeah. So he was basically doing an interview that got put out on YouTube. And uh, they had asked him, like, about, like, his, like, moments with Starcade and everything. Mm -hmm. But they got around to Bret Hart and, like, asked him, like, how do you feel, like, taking the fact that, you know, like, you inadvertently, like, ended his career. But it was, like, asked very professionally of him. Mm-hmm. And he basically saying it's something that he feels remorseful to this day and something that he feels he's literally going to have to deal with, like, as long as he's alive in this business, basically. Mm-hmm. And now people were like uh, in his response saying that people were actually making it sound like it was intentional. And that's not what it was. It was like it was an, an accident. That's basically how he put it. It's like CM Punk walking up to Ryback like, are you, are you, are you stiff as fuck or are you stupid? And right back upon responding with "I'm stupid." No, it was it was dumb AF. Dumb <laughs> AF. I mean, at least it's either you... you're dumb as, and you suck, or you did it on purpose. I'm, I'm dumb, dumb as fuck. I'm sorry. But, I mean, at least Goldberg's like, you know, like. I guess apologizing and you know letting everyone know that he was like actually like really is like genuinely sorry about it. This is the first time I've ever actually seen somebody deliberately go out of their way to ask him about it. I know, and I know from uh, the Russell Talk video today, he actually said that in the same interview that he hates the fact that Brett is going around like every time Brett talked about it, he always says that it was on purpose and whatnot. Mm. But. It's just, this is something that's, what, almost three decades old? It's really old, dude. Like, this is... Almost three decades. This is, like, what, 98? This is is the thing that killed Bret Hart's career. Yeah. Yeah. 
But in other news, there, there's stuff going on with Sasha. That is that news though, because I feel like it's getting repetitive with with, with her being brought up. Well, it's still like a pretty high topic because their contract, I think, has like one more month. Yeah. Because they said like about a month and a half ago that there was about two months average on them. They've been gone for a little bit past 50 days now. Literally. Like we're almost at the two month like fucking stretch. So exactly. Are they gone? Like at least like uh, besides Naomi putting up like those like tweets, basically Mm -hmm. being like how vague. Yeah, and basically like almost acknowledging self worth and like not selling for less and mm-hmm. going for certain things and everything like these big like tweets that really like speak out to what we've heard yeah. about her reason for walking out. But Sasha is just mainly her booking fee now. Yeah, because it's sting money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hearing she how- wants thirty thousand dollars. I mean, it's Sasha Banks. It is Sasha Banks, but but. She's also got Star Wars in the name too. Mm-hmm. She's also got. That's what. That's the thing. People are looking at it like, like she's a movie like star she's now. Gre- like people like are looking greedy. at it like she's greedy. Like in re- in reality, that's exactly what people are painting it out to be: is that she's greedy. It's not that she's greedy. She just happens to be in two of the highest grossing, fe- like entertainment entertainment businesses, like businesses in of like. Modern history, pretty much, or mm-hmm, like yeah. modern day. You got Star Wars and WWE. Even though I think two of the biggest names in his, in like modern entertainment like aspect. Look at what who owns Star Wars, Disney. Exactly. Both like very huge like entertainment like uh, services right there. The same company that almost owned ECW. Oh yeah, that almost happened. Let's never forget that. Anytime Disney's brought up, I'm mentioning that. Yeah, they try to. I bet they would listen so, to WWE was for sale. Is she greedy? Is, is she greedy? I would say no. Yeah, just no. because it's like it's Sasha Banks. It, it, like the names are the are the value, man. That's that's really what it comes like, down to. Like, like there I, you go. Like you're marketing yourself. I think like correctly. I think she's like. I think she's gonna be and fine. Also, and also, knows. the promoter said he doesn't have a problem with it. Exactly. He feels like they're gonna make their money back. Exactly. Yeah. Because exactly. Because you're this. gonna attract both sets of people. Because well, also this because one, you're paying for them to show up, mm-hmm. but the money that they make off the meet and greet, if you choose to, you don't have to give it to that person. You can keep it. Mm-hmm. So. I I don't think she's anywhere near greedy. I think you know she's she's on the grind now. Now it's she's got to do something. WWE's not giving her money in right now, so yeah. I mean, congratulations, Sasha. It's great to see that she's you know like still doing something. And as far as the wrestling goes, from what I'm hearing, 2023 is when she's. Yeah, she announced that she's taking yeah. wrestling bookings in January 2023. January of 2023. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. But uh, in other news, um, yeah, our intro, the protein, the protein powder thing, uh, protein shake, the protein shake thing, uh, was it's kind of one of our topics here tonight. Uh, Michael Elgin apparently got accused of stealing protein powder in Japan. 
I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I knew he got arrested. I didn't know I didn't I didn't hear you guys talking about the fact that it was protein. Yes. Yeah, protein so, powder. The they, fuck? Yeah, like protein shake you're using, like you're mixing everything. I was literally I'm literally just starting to do that. And I just hit that <laughs> Yeah, so posted from Pro Wrestling Noah's like Twitter like page. Yeah, Michael Elgin was scheduled to participate in the Shinsu, I don't know how to say that, but event on the Sunday, July 10th. Uh, will be absent following on the 9th for some reason of matches will be changed. That was basically them saying that the matches had changed. Mm-hmm. He was scheduled to wrestle for it. Word around is that Elgin could be facing up to five years in jail unless a potential deal is arranged where the charges are dropped, but he would be deported and never allowed to return to Japan again. Wow. Five years in jail for for, pro, for protein powder? Yeah, from Bodyslam.net, he said that I can now confirm reason for Michael Elgin's absence is due to the fact that he was arrested last weekend in Japan for stealing sources confirmed to me that Elgin was arrested for stealing protein powder, and that is he is currently still in jail at the time of this writing. And that was earlier uh, this weekend. And that wasn't it, because he did put out a response to it, mm-hmm. saying that he was with family and was flying over. But that was from freaking Noah that they said that he wasn't there. Yeah. And so... As much as he's saying like that, I think like he probably could have gotten bailed out. He could have. Because as he tweeted, like, I completely understand people don't want to believe anything other than that what they wish were true. I'm not going to debate with people, but I am on I am on my scheduled flight home. Also, first class doesn't seem like de- uh, deportation. <laughs> you know what's weird? Huh. Going back to 2014 when he won the the Ring of Honor world title from Adam Cole, Bebe. It's like his career after going to Impact just kind of started to decline. A and it bit. sucks, too, because Michael Elgin is... I enjoy his work. He's a good talent. I enjoy his work. He just gets a little repetitive sometimes. I think that there lies the issue. There's more, though. Like but that- there's more. He's uh, put out originally stating, I'm not going to bother saying what happened, but I am going to say I was not charged for stealing protein. I'm not charged at all. I don't, am not facing uh, jail time. I'm also not deported. I am going to Canada to be with my family after the passing of an extreme, extremely close family member. That's basically what he put out in the whole response to this whole thing. But they said that you weren't there. So what other reason could you have been? You could have had, uh, maybe I don't know. I it's mean, just well, very well, bizarre. Here's the thing. He did say a family member. Died. I'm not trying it's to say like, different. I'm not trying to like, like dig deeper, like, Oh, there's more to this or overthink it, but it's just bizarre. Cause the promotion said that. Well, here, well and, here's the thing. I could, I could put it out at like, they didn't ex- exactly say what he, why he wasn't there. Right. Yeah. No, it was just their tweet saying that he was not there and that they're, announcing that uh, changes will be made to the card with that specific match. Like, if he really did fucking, uh, like, if his family, if a family member passed away, like that's that, probably the reason that he could, left. That should explain why. Like, as soon as he got there, he finally, he got the news and had to fly back. I'm saying the bizarre part about, like, the actual news, that, like, oh, yeah. getting, like, protein powder. Yeah. 
Like, like that's, just, that, that's the weird part. It's mm -hmm. just like, really? Really? That's what I find so weird about it, because it's like protein powder. And it's like accused of stealing it, too. Yeah, I'm like, okay, that's a little weird, but... Anyway, I hope everything's all good on that end of things. I yeah. mean, shit. Don't just for like a... His friend that he had to go to, that family yes, friend. Absolutely. Yeah. So, WWE go back to TV 14. What do we all think about it? Well, it's allegedly right now. Allegedly going back there to TV 14. There was a date, 14. but then, it, then uh, Andrew Zarian, who reported it, originally said that the affidavit or whatever the fuck it is came out, uh, wasn't finalized and didn't have an exact date on it. And it was like sent prematurely before they could actually like sign off on it. Because mm. USA has wanted TV 14 products more in the past. And that was one of the ideas for NXT's reboot was that it was going to be TV uh, 14. Even though it would have been, NXT would have been fine with the TV 14 rating as it is, as it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hashtag we were NXT. But it came out of nowhere too. And I really, I was like with Blaze when I first heard it, like, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Because they went PG more or less for advertising. Because, like, even, like, during, like, the ruthless aggression and all that, there were still, like, those, like, campaigning to take it down. Like, it wasn't, like, advertiser-friendly for, like, kids and stuff. And that's how, like, they were really starting to target at that point, mm -hmm. which is why they moved away from the blood and everything. Yeah, especially after, uh, especially, like, with the, the like, bringing up uh like something that since you brought up sponsors fucking like 2010 when uh danielson was uh choking justin roberts yeah i think that was hasbro right no uh mattel oh mattel because they had just signed the uh the toy company deal which gave us the best figure line in re for wrestling figures just mm -hmm. saying but yeah so i get i get why they started to lean towards more uh, pg but i felt like they did Looking back, it feels like they just snapped. Like everything is PG now. When mm. you didn't gradually go into it, but you didn't keep that. Like you made it more kid friendly, which, yes, that's good. But you're not keeping the things that are attracted to older audiences. All audiences. You were talking, you were focusing on. The kids and you know that kind of stuff. You weren't really focused on anybody else. Yeah, and if you look at the internet, as yeah, reliable source there, right? Mm -hmm. But most of the people that complain about Raw and SmackDown are the fucking adults that you're not giving product to. You're not focusing your product on as well. We were the kids that you were targeting for like a while. Yeah. And now we're adults, and it's just like, we're, we're still here. It's like, we're paying you, and we're a pretty big Those kids aren't getting themselves here. But then there's all, but then, uh, then again, that's what also was happening in the uh, golden era. Mm -hmm. Like, the people that grew up watching Hogan, like Coco Beware, Macho Man, and whatnot, they grew up and got older with it, and you didn't give them anything new to hold on to. Exactly. Which is why Diesel was WWE champion for a fucking year. Yeah, you're right. I will say. I mean, yeah, good for them. I mean, maybe this is something they needed. 
You know, like maybe this is something they actually needed to like give them a little bit of like an edge. I still find it bizarre how like, you know, the WWE diehards, which there are is going to be diehards for whatever oh, promotion. But like I saw a lot of few people actually believing this is like the second coming of like the Attitude Era. No. And I do not see it that way. No, because in the Attitude Era, like, yes, we have AEW, but you don't have the head-to-head direct competition. And you don't have basically what ROH would have been, the ECW to that to the two other companies. Like that other like that one other company for the major diehards yeah. currently. Like I just I just think the TV 14 thing is just going to up the horniness shit. Especially uh, with NXT. Yeah, yeah. Sex appeals about the skyrocket. Um, Some promos more, they may. I think it's more or less going to be promos. More more uncomfortable jokes are, are going to happen. You know, you, you know, the Cody's the, probably going to bleed. You know, the result of fucking the Miz's new t-shirt. Hello, I have massive balls or some shit. Yeah, that was um, a PG like, to begin with. I'm like, all right, I... Why would anyone walk around with this t This T-shirt screams tool shed. I'd be not, very concerned. Not, not tool. Not toolbox. It screams the entire shed. Like, I'm just like, no, no. No, and it's not PG. I'm like, okay. I'd be very concerned if they had it in kid sizes. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, con- <laughs> I'd, I'd be concerned for that too. But I, I I won't believe it until I see it. I'm like slightly more intrigued for Raw if it does end up getting used for this Raw. NXT is going to be hornier than it was because the only time they broke in uh, the PG rating was uh, one time on Raw before in 2020, I believe. I can't remember when, but I know the most recent one was the Braun Strowman thing where you like lifted up Alexa Bliss and even said so like at the right at the beginning of that Raw. And then we're all smacked down and just kind of like felt like the same because it was like his whole feud with like Bray. Yeah. He like lifted up Alexa and he got like tackled. He dropped at her and it was TV 14 for that one spot. Yeah. And it was really not that much of a different of show. Yeah. It was just the same smackdown, I, but I, with that at the end. I feel like that's exactly what it's going to be. I feel like it's going to be like a little edgier, but maybe like some blood now and then. But I don't see it. Yeah, be, Co- I don't see Co- it. Cody's tweet as soon as the news just yeah, a wink. Broke. Just a wink. I don't. I don't see it. I see maybe like a little bit more like cursing, a little more leeway on the cursing, but I don't see any major, major changes. I don't see. I don't see the attitude era. I don't see this is. No. I definitely don't see this because, as the second coming of the attitude. Because era. the attitude era had Triple H, Austin, Rock, Taker. Please. Do you know how many New times? Do you know how many times we got the second coming of the attitude era over the years? How many times we got that quote unquote? When was that actually? I missed that whole thing. Fucking 2013. Oh, really? Yep. That year? When they came out with the game, they thought that, like, every, like, Punk was going to, like, lead the charge and, like, take us into, like, the new Attitude Era. And then they were like, oh, would CM Punk survive in the Attitude Era? And then they're like, well, wait, are we getting, like, the Attitude Era back? Is it is it going to happen? Is, is it really going to be, like, a new Attitude kind of generation? And it just didn't happen. I gave up that whole uh, mindset of WWE actually wanting to change, like, or that not WWE wanted to change of Punk being that guy to change and make like a whole new era when he lost the title and then just got proved that he's just like every other guy to Vince that he just doesn't get. He's yeah. just gonna have him just be a placeholder for whatever place he wants to put him. Yeah. 
in my opinion, I think yes, CM Punk would survive the Attitude Era. Ladies and gentlemen, Blaze has entered the booth. That's not where we were talking about. We were talking about the TV for, uh, TV fourteen. But I heard Attitude Era and CM Punk. There you go. And twenty thirteen. So. And I remember that. Yes. I guess to cap off the first half of the show. This is the weird part of this whole This thing. is the weird part of the show. This is where things get really weird because this was out of nowhere. Natalia. So let's start from the beginning. Yeah. So we're going to talk about. So we're going to talk about the house show? Yeah. So. Why did you make that sound more Western than anything else? So, once again, congratulations to Liv Morgan for becoming, one, Miss Money in the Bank, and two, um, Women's, uh, SmackDown, Smackdown Women's, Women's Champion. Damn, this dude's still living in the past. All on the same night. He's like, yo, she's still like SmackDown, like Money in the Bank holder right now. Definitely. Oh, yeah, because he never posted it on Instagram. Yeah, I did. No, you posted her winning Money in the Bank. You didn't post, I don't think you posted her uh, after she won the title. Well, I'm proving you wrong. Let's continue to talk. <laughs> um, but, so there's a triple threat match that she had with uh, Ronda Rousey at Saturday night's main event. What? Yeah, it was a. Uh, tri- uh, did you say triple threat? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I wanted to make sure. I only heard Ronda. That's why. Yeah, she wasn't the match, but it was more or less the finish that everyone was talking about. As you're getting proven wrong right now. It's in the collage. It was for the podcast. It's in the collage. For the podcast. Not it's in the collage. Not it's in the collage. During the bu- it's in the collage. It's in the collage. You did say post in general. You didn't specify. No, I said after she won it. It's in the collage. That was after she. That was that. That was after she won it. I'm talking about after, like during live on Money in the Bank. I win, you lose. Continue. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That was amazing. <laughs> All right, so she had a was it a triple threat match with uh, Ronda Rousey and Natalia for the SmackDown Women's Championship at uh, Saturday night's main event? And when uh, Liv went to go bounce off the ropes to hit her with the Oblivion, the three count happened, and Natalia instantly got up. And what everybody's saying is she no sold her finish and pointed at her and gestured and what I described as a pretty, I want to say very aggressive, but a pretty like strict and like, like repetitive manner and then rolled out of the ring. And it was like almost instantly after the three count. And she had originally reported uh, afterwards when it had gone around saying that she had no sold it. And everyone was just talking about that after seeing the clip, she had responded to it and uh, requoted Basically saying that she was saying thank you and people were trying to twist stuff saying like sad news and all that stuff and everything like that. Well, that has to be the saddest cover up I've ever heard in my life. Like she was saying, she said, thank you. I, and that, I, that, that did not look like a thank that, you that, in my opinion. That, that, that looked like that, that, like a receipt. Yeah, for something. There was people um, saying that she got like uh, poked in the eye. Like, at some point when she went to go leap off, like, the ropes to hit the move. And you can barely tell. Because that was the one thing I was seeing when I looked under the original person who uploaded the video on Twitter. It was just people saying, oh, that was her, like, uh, telling her off because she got poked in the eye. And I, like, looked at the clip and I'm like, I can't, I can't see that. 
Like, I'm not saying it didn't happen, but from that one infamous angle that everybody's been seeing so far, like, I don't see her, like, genuinely going, like, for her eyes as if she got, like, hurt. Yeah. Like, she just took the move, pinned, was lying there, got shot up, and just pointed at her left. I didn't see her, like, Austin rub for her eyes. And by, and by that point, the video already ended, so you never really saw much of anything past that. So yeah. that's a comparison people have been making. Yeah. And then Ringside News posted an article saying there was heat on Natalia backstage. And then, interesting, out of nowhere, Natalia's in Natalia's Twitter responded to it. This is Bob, Natalia's assistant. Your article is completely shit. Like I'm saying that because it was all in caps. Also, I just found it funny. This is Bob. Who is Bob? Bob? Fuck is Bob? The fuck is Griff Garrison? He's not Jungle Boy. I think I got like I think I know who Bob is as like that achievement I got in the Force Unleashed two from holding up a stormtrooper and paling them, lightning them, and then then yeeting them into the distance. God, it was Bob. like the trophy was called Poor Bob. The That's Bob. the only Bob I know. The only Bob I know got his leg chopped off in Walking Dead. Oof. Oh, yeah, there's that the only Bob, Bob I know is building something right now. I hate Bob the Builder. <laughs> I hated that show so much. Well, yeah, I'm like, all right, that seemed very um, weird, from especially since it was from Natalia's page. A very Bob and his own bulldozer. <laughs> very weird. Um, I know she's tired. She did say she's tired of being treated like a quote-unquote jobber. That's what a Ringside News article was saying, like in that whole snubbit. No. Also, like her being difficult to work with. Also, nah. TJ put out an original tweet on Twitter, basically responding like, oh, I'm going to have to go to Vince with everything. And she basically responded in a trolling manner to her own husband on Twitter when he got to this, like, I think yesterday, Mm -hmm. basically saying, oh, yes, I'm definitely upset with, like, being in matches for, like, the Raw Women's Championship, the NXT uh, Women's Championship, and the SmackDown Women's Championship, and being involved in, like, these high-profile feuds and everything. And they followed it up by saying, spank me with a devil emoji. Well then, she she's literally trying to basically say I'm. She's basically saying, "Oh, I'm t- you know I'm definitely tired of being in all these matches and not winning them." Is what she's trying to say. I mean, she has a point. It's not like she's being I mean, used exactly. badly on TV, yeah. but they did start using I think that uh, whole thing on the house show as an angle. Yeah, because after SmackDown had happened, where they had a Liv versus Natalia again, and it ended the same with an oblivion. And the one take back was it? She she actually sold it this time. Yeah. But after the show, you know how WWE does like their own like renditions of like backstage like skits, but sometimes they don't post it like on their YouTube. It's just like their own social media thing. Mm-hmm. Well, they had one with Natalia flipping it on a camera guy backstage and get that damn camera out of my face, and, like throwing like her water bottle at the person and stuff like that. You see some guy come up in the background saying, like, oh, Natalia, can I get you to sign? She's like, no, I'm not going to sign it and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, right after losing the live on SmackDown as how they painted it. So I think they're turning it into an angle. Dear God. Are they? When you work your, when you shoot yourself into a work, brother. What is the point of this? Is, like, is Ronda not being around after SummerSlam and that's what we're doing to fill the time? Well, in that case, we got some changes to fantasy to make. Um, 
Well, I mean, we'll have to see what happens at SummerSlam. Exactly. We'll see what happens with Natalia and Bob come SummerSlam. But, um, <laughs> Who the fuck is Bob? Exactly. But for now, we're going to take it to our uh, commercial break. And we'll be right back with the second half of the show. Peace. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the second half of the show. We're back with another half. Yep, we're back for the second half of the show, which completely entails... Wait a minute. Turn that shit off! I'm not the one doing it, though! Turn that okay, shit off. Okay, like, that, that, that wasn't my doing. I don't know what happened there. But... IWA Savage Takeover. That is right. Savage Takeover happened last night. Savage my ass crack. It was a good show. Pause. It was a very that that oh yeah that that was fucking weird. But you know what? You know what? Call it Savage Takeover all you want. Genesis. Where the final chapter will end and take over finally crumbles. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, but for now, for the actual show of Savage Takeover, which I thought was actually a really good show. It was. I will say I that. really did that. I really think it was a solid opener. I will say this. Backstage, uh, right before intermission. Uh, Frank had said what time it was, mm-hmm. and he's like seven thirty. I'm like, it's only seven thirty, and we're already at intermission. Yeah, literally. I'm like, so the first match, the first match I believe was Casey Bonilla against uh, Everett Cross. That was the first one, and that was like the longest match of the night at that point. Yeah, that was match. a really good match. Both these guys did it very well. Casey. I expect nothing less from the man. And Everett Cross, the god of drivers, has been all over the indie scene at this point. I expect nothing less from him either. Very solid match put up, put together by both individuals. Now this is where the rest of the first half of that show kind of, kind of, it just went by in the blink of an eye. What was next? We had Roxas and... Uh, Roxas and Glide. It was Aaron Roxas versus Josh Glide. And Aaron Roxas picked up the win and had to be, I'd say, less than two minutes. Yeah. Because he hit him with, like, what looked like uh, cam, not, not cam, but like a million dollar, like, dream type, like, rush, like, side sweep, and then tripped it into, like, his version of a cross face and actually won via, like, pass out with it. Mm hmm. And that was it. And it was like the second match that like ended that quickly. Exactly. And I'm just like, okay. So what's next? And then we had the uh, the J- the Jaden Open Challenge. I think that's what it was. Yep. Yeah. The Jaden Open Challenge. To which the Open Challenger was Johnny Angel. And that match didn't didn't last that much that long. I was like, okay, what's happening right now? Then we had Tahir versus Frankie. 
which I thought this match was going to go the fucking distance. I went to the bathroom, I came back, and the match was over. I'm like, what did I miss? Apparently the whole match. Um, Our boy John helped Frankie to the back. Yeah, our boy John. Yes, that is a thing. Congratulate our boy John on becoming an IWA referee. He refs, He starts at the next show at Genesis, which... I'm going to be honest with all, you. All, all the love to the kid, man. I mean, I know he, he, he's got the heart for this. He wanted to do this for the longest. I'm going to tell you guys now, having John in the fucking locker room was weird. I'm not used to it. I'm used to being the only one of us in a locker room. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, it's weird. It's weird having it. Having, I've literally said that to him. I'm like, it's weird having you here. And I made sure, and I made sure he helped. I made sure he knew how to put a ring. He did. He helped out with the ring. Good. I made sure of that really? shit. Did he take a bump? Yep. It's a. We have a video of it. Take a bump. Yeah. He, so he started to feel that after the show. You sore? I, I was expecting Hurt? big fucking deal. I watched. The, I watched the match back, and I was like, "All right, you know what? For for what it was, to hear and Frankie were good. I I just wish they give like if any match. I wish they gave." A longer time period too on the first half. It was that match, but and then we got cut to intermission, and we're like, "Wow!" And they were about to start a four way before were we about, started they anyway. Were, they were about to start a fatal four way match, and then we cut to intermission, and we're like, "Okay, cool." So we went outside, we recharged a little bit. Everything was good. But no, I thought uh. Was it uh, Bougie before intermission? I thought he was. He was. Bougie was before yeah, intermission. He was fuck right. Rex Steel. How, how do I forget that? He man? was the last. And they bought the new belt too. Yes, two belts, Bougie. That was at the start of the show. They actually opened the show. They opened the show in an amazing fashion. Yeah, Great promo. Everyone got new belts, which is cool. And then you know they announced that Bougie didn't have a new belt, so they gave Bougie a new belt, as he rightfully deserves a new belt. That now means that PJ now eventually has to get a new belt. Yes, eventually down the Even road. though he already has a new belt for the company, he, he therefore needs, he needs another new belt. He needs a second new belt to the new belt. Yes, exactly. He don't need shit. Chris Barnard taking it off of him in Genesis. IWA, it's at its attitude era fucking story mode right now. We're at the point where fucking Rock, right. where, where fucking Rock was about to have his two belts. Austin is having his two belts right now. We have Smoking Skull and the Globe Eagle. So let's fucking go. I, I'm excited by this. I, I'm literally getting WCW versus NWO vibes from this whole story. Uh, and uh, and like just like reliving, know, I, reliving I, I, this is amazing. I'm going to say this now. I don't give a shit. I don't know if I should talk about this in kayfabe or, act, or just actually talk like myself. Maybe Bougie though. <laughs> Bougie. And stale. And stale. 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 Basic bitch, Boozy. You watch oh, your mouth. I, I, all right, all right. Enough with the hate on the uh, on this episode, man. Trying to show some love to IWA here. Don't hate. Don't hate. Just participate. But I like. I listen. There is. Ve I don't think there has been a J Bougie match. Like I said on the post, I don't think there has been a J Bougie match. I haven't been entertained with yet. Yeah. 
The kid's got solid ring work all the way around. He's oh, yeah. always entertaining to watch. He's got that energy, though, he's, everywhere he goes. He is amped up 110% of the time, and just his energy ignites everyone else, and it's just like, fuck yeah, it's go time. Here we go. Doing snow angels in the all ring right. with both belts. All right, out of, out, out, out of a fucking story, out of kayfabe, fucking love Bougie. Fucking love him like he like he's mad funny and to sh- no i think i said this to i think i said this to you nick when you text bougie you literally hear him talking in the text yeah it's like like some people he sound, has that voice some people no he has when he texts it sounds like he's literally talking to you because some people mm-hmm. when they text it's, it's different, different than how they actually and I, are and, I, and i've had enough conversations both via text message and in person with Bougie enough to know that yeah, it's, I know. it's the same person you're getting. Yeah, and every time he'll just text me, fuck you, down. Yep, and then you can hear him say it, too. Yeah. Did he also say that to you, too? No, he didn't. Why would he no, say that to he you? He said that to you at one point. I remember no, you saying, didn't. like, uh, fuck. I don't think he did. No, we, I think we wished him a happy birthday or some shit. Oh, no, he didn't. He just sent back a voice recording saying, thank you, bro, bro. Oh, I thought he said fuck no, you. No, he didn't. No, he's just saying that to you. No, nope, yeah, he's just he saying that to you. you. He didn't say that to me. Yeah, I'll, I'll still never forget their reaction when uh, at the last show they're like, "Bougie's like, yo, these motherfuckers already got it uploaded." Hell yeah, we do. We're uh, on that shit, bro. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's my brother." They're like, they look at me like, "What?" Like I just fucking blew their minds. Like, yep. Now they all know who I am. Yep. Face followed me today. Shout out Lit. my boy. Asshole. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. We we, we know. We'll we'll get to that in a minute. So we all went to intermission. After that, we uh, went I got to, my first fan art. We got our recharge. Yes, Brandon got his first fan art. You can see it on my Instagram at Downyman17. It is an actual, really nice fan art by one of IWA's most loyal fans. Absolutely, Wes and Kyle. Shout out. Um, we come back from break, and we continue. We pick up where we were initially gonna pick up before intermission happened and that was the fatal four-way match the fatal four-way match let me get it up for you right now well, I saw we this had match was a banger it was we had michael fane versus darren richardson darren richardson versus osito who was literally like the, he had his own special like he had some his own entrance entrance I'm sitting there. I'm like, damn it, man! I, like, I, I, I think this might have beat Ron Hunt's entrance. I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of upset now. But we had Osito, and then we had Rochi Roach with his manager Hillary P. Wisdom at ringside. Yeah. So this match didn't. I, I really wasn't expecting a lot out of this. Like, I, I was expecting some out of this match, but the distance this match went. Darren Richardson was fucking nuts. The flips he was doing, landing on his feet, sentons, flips. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Where was this before? It was like doing standing like 450s into like a senton. Yeah, I'm like, yo, this kid is nuts. Standing mood salts into a senton with like another like rotation. I'm like, yo, little Max Caster got this shit, bro. And he was like breakdancing in between each one. He was throwing a bra into the audience. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. 
when I saw that after the, after his match, I'm like, where the hell did the brawl come from? He threw it in the, he had it with him. He threw it into the audience, and then someone in the audience threw it back to him. <laughs> he got Cena. Literally. Michael Fane's really good, man. Like, this is my first time actually seeing him, but, like, now that I know who he is, I'm definitely going to put him on my watch list. Really good shit coming from him. I was kind of hoping this match was going to go another 10 minutes. I know. I was hoping. It felt like it was going forever. I just wish it had, like, 10 more minutes, and that shit would have been amazing. Uh, I mean, Rochi Roach did amazing, too. Again, some of these guys I really haven't heard up until this moment. Like, I haven't heard of Hillary up until now. Uh, Hillary. But this match was definitely a way to kick off the second half of the show, like, fresh out of intermission. Especially how most matches kind of ran, like, less than 10 minutes to that point. It had that Besides, high, like, the opener. It had that high-octane feel, like, that you're, like, just wakes you up right out yeah. of intermission. All in all, a really good match. And plus, Osito got Shane to dance a little bit in the, during the beginning. Nice to see the Shane the dance moves. was hot all night. It was really... After that, it kind of was. Second half, like right out the gate of the second half of the show, the crowd picked up. Like Everyone was on their feet. Everyone was literally going nuts. Yeah, and I know. And I, when we get to my match, there's one more match before mine. But I can tell just by the crowd, like, the crowd chanting, it was different to just... It was more than just one-sided. Mm-hmm. It actually went back and forth, but we'll get. I'll get to that when it comes to my. Actually, match. it is your match. No, there was uh one more Dalton and uh someone else, but it was like actually there. Yeah, there was one before before that. It was uh, sponsored by Standalone Wrestling. Uh, it was Dalton versus someone. I forgot what his name was. Yeah, and he just made his uh, debut. Uh, Dalton won that. Um, shout out. Dolf Boy Daltano, annoying little fucker. God gives it. I give him and Jimmy hella credit, man. Those fake they, badges look legit. They, they do, they do. Shout out Jim. Shout out Jimmy Controversy, James Romer, whatever you're calling yourself nowadays, dude. Hashtag where's the receipt? Hashtag where's the receipt? Anyway, um, now it's your match. Okay. So, so this match. Was a banger in itself, honestly. Thank you. Honestly, I will say that. Seeing and I tried. This is what I tried to say in the post when I put this up for you guys. Seeing how the faceless ones started to where they are now, seeing you from where you started to where you are now, almost three years. Seeing you both kind of work this together was kind of just like, yo, this is amazing. Like I'm seeing this moment right now. I'm enjoying this moment right now. And congratulations to all these guys. And you know what's funny? What? I the for the first match with Hush. If you look at it without the promos and all the shit talking prior to that match, mm-hmm. you would just think of it as just a match to get the faceless ones over. Yeah. I turned that I turned that shit into something different. You did. And you wanna know what? It worked. But this match, so first things first, when during shout out to Face for showing up to the venue, gangsta as fuck. That shirt though. He got yeah. We, we were so, actually relying. We were waiting for him for most of it. So after the show, right? Well, the well, the show kicked off with the takeover minus Face. Face was not there. Yeah. 
for uh, a good majority of the show. We were just waiting for him to uh, so we could call our match. Exactly. So, um, come during Bougie's match when they all came out together. Face was the last one to burst through the curtain, and he showed up looking like he just got there. I'm like, he did. I'm like, that's the thing. He did. I know that Bougie told us that after the show. I'm like, yo, he looked gangster as fuck. Like he just put his car in park, got out the car, came into the venue. Like, yo, I'm here. That just happened. <laughs> and Bougie's like, dude, he really did. I'm like, that's gangster as fuck. And also that shirt that you had no idea. I did. We'll but, get to the story about that after the actual match. And, 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 but right now, let me just say this. Because here's the thing. When the match started, all I saw was the front. face. We'll, six, we'll, six, we'll six. get there. We'll get there. That's all say, I saw. We'll, we'll get yeah, there. Yeah, I know. But I'm just we saying, don't get there. Because knowing that you had no clue made it even funnier at the end of the night. So, you know... They're going at it. They're doing their thing. Your mystery partner, I, I, I mean, I felt bad when I made, made the post about it that I couldn't, like, tag I, him in it. Well, I, 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 tried I had to find, no I, idea who he was. I tried to find his uh, Instagram, but... Uh, like, when, like, like, when he came out, like, when he came out, we, we were all just like, who? Who? Like, who? Uh, I'm like, Brandon, I don't know. But then, honestly, well, this, well, also, this guy's also been wrestling for uh, twelve years. Really? Yeah. Holy shit! He doesn't look it. Uh, how? Uh, he looks young. H O. Uh, House of Glory. House of Glory. B W F. Wow. Yeah. Uh, him and Josh Glide used to be tag partners. I saw that from Josh's Instagram. Yeah. I, I like I said, I wish I could have tagged Dario, yeah, but I, I don't. I. I couldn't find I, anything on him. I tried to find his Instagram for you. That's why I want. That's why when you messaged me for his uh, Instagram, yeah, I'm just I like, yo, I, I, I want to tag him in this, but I don't know like which one's him. Yeah, but he 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 did really good. Like I'm sitting there, I'm like, holy shit! Like, who is this kid? And like, where did they find him? Because he's like really really good. But the match went as I expected it would. You guys did your thing. You know, faceless ones got their shots in. Quite a few, but I gave I gave mine right back. We gave him the one more time chant. Yeah, thanks for well, that. You're I gave him the one more time yeah. chant. Well, I, I just followed. You're welcome. Yeah, then he slaps me in the face, and I had no problems hitting him, slapping him right back. And you heard it, too. If you go back and watch the clip, you hear me slap. You hear the slap connect. Yeah. Yeah, and you almost had it. You almost had it. Dario set you up for the, the hit to hit Jaco with the stunner. It was actually the whippersnapper one. Or the whippersnapper. I'm calling it the stunner. I'm just calling it a stunner. Well, yeah. And then Bougie just pulls you out of the ring. Loudmouth, basic bitch, Bougie. God. All right. It's two belts, Bougie. Two belts, Bougie. Get it right. Well, I'm waiting for... Well, so I'm, wait, I'm waiting for Frank to accept to fucking get back to me from my text to uh, give me my ma- give me that give me a match with Bougie soon. It will be no belts, Bougie. Ooh, ooh. See, I like this. I like but, this. I like this. I like this. But, 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 but. You brought Bougie to the back, and then we did not see and you for we a didn't while. See you. We're just like, wait, where is he? I'm like, 
Ah, oh, shit. Dario just, he's left to the wolves. I'm like, damn, is he getting dumped in a dumpster again? I'm, I'm like, no. Because he, like, he didn't come back for a minute. I'm like, listening. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, fuck, what the hell? I'm but like, all Dario right. lasted a minute, though. He, he did. really did. He did. Like, he, he got, actually put up a really good fight. I'm, I'm he happy. Actually, he got fucked pretty badly. Really? After, uh, after the show, uh, after the match, I saw it. The dive that Jacko did to the outside from mm-hmm. uh, your clip. Yeah. Fucking, he caught him right in the head with the boot. Really? Yeah. Oof. Complete accident. But. For what we saw, it was, again, a really well thought out and solid match. Thank you. And at the end of the match, Josh Glide came back out, came to Dario's aid, as you now are were aware, they are tag partners, were tag partners in House of Glory. And I guess they're going to be bringing that to IWA because it looks like they're up next to face the faceless ones. Yeah, and they're going to take those tag titles off of them. Came in with a chair rescue. Yep. You, know, you know the definition of Genesis is a new beginning, right? Yes. So that's what's going to happen. Me, Chris Barton, and them are taking the titles off of all of them. Or is it a new beginning for the takeover? Is it Your a new nomination. Your nomination. Anyway. So then... We got a new title, a new brand new title, the No Limit Championship, which is basically a hardcore championship. We had an awesome match between Yayo El Mechanico, if he's still going by that, I have no idea. I'm just going to call him Yayo. Yeah. Versus, let me make sure I do this right. Let me make sure I... uh, Make sure I do this right. The Godfather of Filth, the man that trained Joey Janela from a van down by the river, Dirtbag Dan. Or as I like to call him, Dirtbag Dad, because he is a dad. Yeah, he is. Dirtbag Dad, Dirtbag Dad, Dirtbag Dad. Dirtbag dad. God, everything things were used in this match. I could have swore there there was a base a wiffle ball bat with like freaking like thumbtacks attack like like glued on glued onto it. Yo, when he hit him with it, we just saw it go flying over that area. Like yo, projectiles. He brought a prosthetic leg to the ring. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be good. That sounds like Dan. Another baseball bat, but this one with barbed wire around the end of it. Yeah, I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh god, everything's gonna make get used, and people are gonna bleed. I almost thought it was private parties theme because there were shots, 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 and more shots. Yes, they're exactly where our shots. There was a there lot of was. shots. Oh my god! Oh yeah, they brawled on the outside for what felt like ten minutes. They did. But yeah, but I, I forgot to mention this during my match real quick. The crowd was even. Yeah, the we'll get to, that plays more into effect in the main event. Yeah, we'll get there. But for now, the this match was just literally like we we wanted a door at some point. We were hoping for the door. I don't think there was a door. There wasn't there a wasn't. door. But they're sitting there brawling. The prosthetic leg got used. I was like, yes. I hop. Yep. But um, no one took a picture of that and be like, this is why you go to I hop. Freaking had Anakin's leg. <laughs> one of them. There, there, was, there was a lot of blood. But in the end, 
your first ever no limit champion, Yayo. Just kind of hoping it'd be dirtbag. I was kind of hoping for dirtbag Dan too, but you know what? Yayo has paid his dues. The dude, we've literally seen him from the beginning. He's a heel and he's still getting cheered like a face. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Not to mention he kicked like his cat, his new character development. I'm with it. The whole cartel thing with the two armed guards by his ringside. Why they attacked him with brute force though? Like guys, you have side pieces. They had like legit pistols on their like weight belts, for, waist belts. For, for that looked like guns. We don't know if they were actually real. They, guns. Come on, come on, no, no. come on. He should have used them. I think just what, like a like a little shot off in the toe that'll heal. I think one of uh, just like hey, it's the ultimate submission. Literally earlier, literally like before you guys came to pick me up, maybe like fifteen minutes before I got out of work. I think one of Yayo's family members was at home, was at my job, and fucking stopped by me and asked, "Weren't you wrestling last night?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh yeah, I was there. Like, I remember. Like, can I get a picture?" So, because uh, I guess her family wouldn't believe that she ran into me. I'm like, "Wow, I recognize that in public. That is weird." There you go. Start somewhere. But uh, I mean, if it was gonna be any- anybody. It was Yayo, good first champion, nice homegrown guy. I wonder if it's going to be a regular defended thing now. I hope so. I mean, I'm liking the regular hardcore match thing that's just expected with Yayo now. I can get behind it. I'm with it. Like, his character development really kicked up, like, him. I mean, he has been the last couple hardcore matches, too. Like, he's, like, breaking, like, he's really, like, breaking out into, like, his own. You know, and we saw that when he first got like these armed security guards. I'm like, yo, I saw that when he first turned heel because it's like, wait, he's more than just the draw for people to come here, he's actually having character growth. Let's fucking go. And also, Nathan was sitting at ringside the entire time. That's that's definitely gonna be the next match at Gen. That's gonna be a Genesis for the title. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Because I want to see, I definitely want to see a match between uh, Nate Cologne and uh, Yayo. Speaking of recovering, I want to give a shout out to Vivacious Vicky. Yes, who we found out was injured yet again. We are sorry to hear about this. We were really excited to see you return. But we're looking forward to it even more now for your long-awaited return. But it'll happen. Yeah, so well wishes to Vicky. Um, moving on to the main event of the evening. Which was PJ Savage versus Chris Barton for the IWA World Heavyweight Championship. Now, this match started off, started off just as, you know, satisfying as ever. Started off with a group huddle. You know, little team huddle. Yeah. And then everyone started running at Barton, and one by one, each of them got tossed to the side. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's going to happen at Genesis. I don't know. Oh, They've God. worked out I don't so know, far. Man. It's, it's, I mean, it, they're it, like the Nexus. You're it, it either really take is. over or you're against us. Can't come up with anything different, so I'm just saying that. I know. It's starting. Well, I had that mind that mindset of it. It was either we're getting people yeah. or we're just running through people. It's take over or fake over. So I mean, you can, fake over. Yeah. There you go. I mean. I'm take I'm team takeover with this one. Sounds like a name of a reality show on it MTV Takeover. But anyway, this main event literally just spewed out to the outside, like within the first like ten minutes of the match. PJ gets thrown into the wall. 
Barton goes and knees him into the wall. Then we get the brawl on the outside. And then PJ takes over on Barton for a little bit. And then we think we're going to get like this full, like gigantic fell swoop, like through a crowd of chairs, like we did not so long ago. And it didn't happen. Yeah, you guys thought it was going to be a repeat of like WrestlePro of me getting yeeted from the guardrail into the no, shot I, behind no, me. No, I was get I was getting uh, flashbacks from uh, Takeover versus STP. Bushi oh, going yeah. through the sailing through the rows of chairs. He cleared like four rows. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, great. Nope, I've seen this before. I know what happens now. Let me move the fuck out of the way. I was just the chair on the wall. It's just like they're at least enough far off and about two inches to the right away from me. Yeah. So I think I'm fine. And it didn't really go much anywhere. That chair was fucked up, though. He had like a rolling senton. And like that whole thing was just bent all the way down. That chair was all the way jacked up, bent all the way down, down. And they had to pick it off to the side. They had to bring another chair to replace that because that chair was just one of the metal chairs that was just sitting right there. Yeah. And then the match continued in the ring. And it was just, I'm going to hit you in the face as hard as possible. No, I'm going to hit you in the face as hard as possible. And I mean, at one point I was just like, yo, ref, check this man's knee. He dipped it in NyQuil. He's asleep standing still. Said, why the hell are you doing out of bed? Go to bed and take your motherfucking medicine. Anyway, it was just a bunch of like brawling, like shots to the head. A lot of like high big tosses. A lot of slams. It really kept up the action in the ring more intense than it was outside. Oh, but I wish it could have gone on just a little bit longer, to be honest. I know. I know. Like this whole, like the second half had all the, the meat. No water, no bread, just meat of like this whole card, as Booker T would say it. Yep. And the crowd was fired up. Mm-hmm. Oh, the crowd was on fire. Dude, this was during the main event. This, crowd- this is where you heard the crowd divide it. This is where you heard the crowd divide it. Take over, not take over. Yeah. It just, was nuts. You just heard a lot of people cheering for me a little. Like, you heard people just cheering. It was like a combination of chance for you and takeover at the same time, but nobody was waiting for like their own little interval where they can get their chant and then follow it up with this person that they're cheering for. It was just, we're going to chant all of our shit at the same time. And nobody's going to understand it unless you listen to one and only one. Cause you'll lose your mind trying to listen to both at the same time. Yes, you will. It was just us cheering for one thing while everybody was cheering for you. Yes, we were cheering for takeover. Sorry. Yeah, I know you were. Yes, yes, you were. It's nothing personal. It's just God, business. I wish everyone would stop taking it personal. Well, I know you're not personal, but him, I not. I'm not so sure about. Why? Why you gotta be me? Why? Why wouldn't it be personal for him? Since, like, you know, you're he's you're his blood. That's the more blood. personal for that. For me, you should have that reversed. Now I know why you're blonde. Have that reversed as to me it's understandable, but for him it's personal. Because he's probably got to have a grudge to go with takeover over you. I don't have a grudge. It's probably seven back. It's not personal for him. I get it. He doesn't want to say it yet. 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 It's like he turned heel on you. You're written off TV, and it's just like he did it to himself. 
when he comes back, we could still be friends. We could still be friends. We're just waiting for that day to actually show up. Because so far, like, nah, that was a pretty pretty vicious cycle to just go for, like, people that's beating him up on a weekly. I made sure to rally the troops after that match. Yeah, after the match. So we got a, a very interesting setup for the next event, which if you're in the area, north, if you're in, you know, the New Jersey, New York area and have nothing to do, Come out and see the next show because August twentieth, Nutley, 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 New Jersey, the Nutley Nut House, as has been dubbed by Shane Fair and the IWA Universe. I don't like that house name, but um, we're just the IWA arena. Yep. Um. Yeah. So Barton issued one final challenge to PJ Savage for well, the IWA title. Well, before that, they were starting to. Yeah, there was one gigantic brawl that happened between TakeOver and everyone else in the back. Yeah, it was like a house party broke out. It's like, wait, everybody got smashed? Well, everybody bought their fucking controller. And it was just ape shit everywhere. I was the first one in the ring. Beeline for It's like, AJ. fuck, everyone's bored. And items were on. There was like fucking giant hammers. There was fucking steel chairs. It's like, fuck. Things were boring. There wasn't that. There Trump's was blue shells. There was pokeballs. Pretty sure somebody used Zapdos to fuck everybody up at one point. Pretty sure that's what bought order right before the promo to set the next show up. So after that brawl ensued, you got IWA in the ring, takeover outside the ring. Amazing setup. That angle, though. And Barton issued one final challenge to PJ Savage. One more match! Give me one more match! One more match for the IWA title. And if Barton loses, he leaves IWA. And it is going to be contested in a lumberjack match. First of its kind, too, at IWA. Yeah, first of its kind at IWA. Which is why I'm very excited for this match to happen. I'm still waiting for a steel cage match. I feel they can do it. I'm waiting for any steel cage match. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. I'm waiting for it. Because I really feel they can do it. We'll see. Just put like a little fencing around. We'll count that as a steel cage. We're not greedy with it. But that's been uh, our time tonight. It Again, it, it was an v- amazing show. And then after the show, I was losing my mind trying to make sure that everything got cleaned up because I ain't trying oh. to deal with Stan's bullshit. So, 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 so real quick, back to the story. So, story time real quick. Long-term storytelling. We're back to where we started. We're back to where we started. Guess who's At back. the end of the show. Yeah, do it again. We're having our cypher sparked up after the show. And we're all sitting there in a circle. And your friend comes up to us. Yeah. What was his name? Gaetano. Huh? Gaetano. Who? Gaetano. Oh, Gaetano. Gaetano? Yeah. That's his name? Yeah. That's badass. Sounds like Mike Guy from Naruto. I know, right? Or it sounds like someone's Sounds sounds like his son. Sounds like his father's name. We just call him Guy sometimes. Sounds like someone... Guy! Sounds like someone related to Ahsoka. Tano. But... That's amazing. Um, Ahsoka's father. That's who he is. Tanohashi. Tanohashi. There we go. We got him. So, Guy comes over. Now it's me, Euless, John, Guy, and our boy Mike. Brandon comes over. He's like, oh, what's up, guys? And we're like, oh, we're talking about uh, Face's shirt. He's like, oh, the Face 666 thing. And we're like, yeah, dude, did you see the back of it? He's like, I didn't, there's a back to it? I'm like, you didn't see that there's a back to it? And he's like, 
dude, I had no idea there was a back. I'm like, so right now is the first time you are ever hearing that there was a back to the t-shirt. Yeah. And then we told him that the back to the t-shirt said, said, I just fucked your mom. Wow. And also the ending segment with him shouting at you that you're his stepson. That was amazing. Yeah. And I kept telling him to get back in the ring. He's a man. Oh my God. He sunned you. I am so excited for the next show. So excited. You got work to do, man. You got to help pay them bills. Until next time. We are here to you at I side of the ropes. Have a good night, everyone. Stay savage. Whoa, wait, hold on. Turn that shit off. It's not me. I'm not doing this. No, we have sp- we have shout outs. I am not in control of the sound system here tonight. Whoever's in control of the sound system, please cut it real quick. We got our shout outs to do. Just because you're in the booth doesn't mean you can right, play right, with the sound All right, all right, all right. Someone cut it. But... We got shout outs to do real quick. Real so, real quick. Frank, you run a hell of a show, brother. Seriously, you kill it every single time we are there. Thank you for adopting us as part of your family. Yeah, Shane. Shane. Every, the whole John is now there on a regular John's, now. John's amazing. And also thank you for giving John an opportunity at being yeah. an IWA ref. This is something he's really wanted for the longest. Happy to see him doing it. Can't uh, wait to see him start getting messed up as a referee. I can't wait to see him take his first bump and chant, this ref sucks. <laughs> we didn't get to do that yet. We didn't get to do it yet, but it's a given. He knows it's coming. We told him we were going to do it. Yeah, I know. I want, someone was like, when I fucking made my debut as a ref, what did you get? Someone fucking was saying, yes, ref, watch the hair. Yes, we did the same thing. We that was John who you, said that. When you were a ref, when you started as a referee, we did the same exact thing. Yeah, and I shut it up just by because it was uh, Hugs versus Johnny. And someone shouted, ref, watch the hair. I shut that shit down just by saying, what hair? Okay, I wasn't shutting it shit down that much. It was just an easy answer. But, it's like he has no hair. We're continuing our shout-out. Shout-out to the Dirty Heels. Uh, Dirty Heels, the Pretty Heels, the Knucklehead Podcast. Shout-out to all the guys involved in our fantasy faction. There's like five of us now. Yeah. A to the K. Um, Cheap Pop. Cheap Pop. Wrestling, wrestling for, for Life. Oh, my God. There, we just We just adopted a new player. Let me just get him up here. He's very fairly new. Well, while you're doing that, I got a shout-out. You, fa- you do your shout-outs. We're getting our shout-outs I, th- I figured out who Bob was. You figured out who Bob was? Yeah. Who's Bob? The Bob Culture Podcast. I who the fuck is Bob? I just said it. The Bob, Bob Culture, Culture Podcast. Podcast. That's Bob. Yeah, I just did it. I did an interview with them uh, the other day where during the – when it was airing, PJ fucking commented, and I had to rib him backstage afterwards. I had to rip. I had to rib him. He fucking said, because oh, I went to the Big Time Rush concert. He's like, oh, it's Mr. Big Time Rush. Show us the poster. And you wore the shirt. I wore the shirt and got the pop. There you go. But, yeah, shout out to uh, Bob Culture. It was an honor to be on the podcast with you guys, just getting to talk about wrestling and promote the show. Hopefully to be on again sometime soon. Shout out to Nikolai Walkman, who is the newest member of our fantasy faction and currently taking the lead in our fantasy faction. Wait, what? Yes, he currently has the lead. Shit. 
He is in the lead with 310 points. Where are we? 190. Third? Second. Oh. We're in second place. They had 300? What the? Yeah, man. It, it's been nuts. I'm enjoying this so far, though. I really like this. This is fun. Yeah. Uh, who else? Shout out to the Pretty Heels. You uh, already did that one. I, did, I said Pretty Heels already? Yeah. God, I'm, I'm ripped as shit. I'll say shout out to uh, the Queen of Scream, Daphne. It was actually her birthday yes, today. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Happy birthday. And may God rest her soul taken from us way too early. Always remember to always reach out to the ones you love. Yep. Make sure they're okay. Shout out to the Heels Court. Everyone up in the Heels Court. Brett, and fuck your feelings. Wrong person. This is what happens when you jump the gun. I mean, Tim. Shout out to Brett. Shout out to Vic. Shout out to Malik. Malik. Shout out to Tim. Fuck your feelings, Tim. Guess we can add fuck your feelings, Brandon, to that since he jumped the gun. Brett's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. Yeah, Why, would you say that about Why would you say that about Brett? Also, I do want to have do want to especially do a special shout out to both Brett and Vic. These are two guys that have never met us in person yet. Oh yeah. Two guys that literally one day Malik asked, Hey, do you want to join a wrestling group chat? I said, Yeah, sure. Became best friends with these guys ever since. Yeah, and then afterwards, like, yo, hey, so. How do you feel about group chats? And I'm like, I kind of don't mind. He's like, okay, so I found these cool people from New York. And I'm like, you feel like being added in? I'm like, yeah, sure. I don't care. So, yeah. And it just um, kind of turned into that, too. These are two guys that I've never met before in person. We've seen them over video chat. We interact with them on a daily basis. But we never actually met in person. We've had them on the podcast. We've had them on the – they've been on the podcast before. Via phone I just, call. I just want to shout them out because through all of this, they actually took the time out to buy our merch. Yeah, yeah they yeah. They really they did. for two guys that literally just became friends with us not that long ago that don't even like know us in person to do that for us says a lot. Especially and when Brett wore uh, the high side of the rope shirt to like double or nothing weekend. He wore it to double or nothing, and then he wore it to uh he wore it somewhere else too. He wore it to Forbidden Door. Oh, he wore it to Forbidden Door too. Yeah. I was like, yo, like this is fucking amazing. We're extremely grateful for these guys. The friendship has been like nothing but awesome since it's it's literally like from everybody in the Hills every, Court every uh, day. Hills Court group from like Malik, like even some of the new people. Yeah, some of the new people are dope as hell too. I look forward to getting to know each and every one of you. There are some people in the in the heels court that unfortunately we don't communicate with every uh, every chance. They got that Lesnar deal. Yeah, like, I, like I just saw Dave. I, I just saw today, Dave. You actually like posted up, and I'm congratulations on the girlfriend, man. At least if I think that's what I see, you posted with her in like the middle of somewhere. Congratulations on that. But, but also that's since you brought up the pro or uh, merch, that's a great way to segue into going to prowrestlingtees.com. Yes, actually, prowrestlingtees.com, high side of the ropes. Check us out. We've got some merch. We got some t-shirt designs up there. I wore my 420 club shirt yesterday. And also go to my pro wrestling tees store, Brandon, Brandon Downey, and uh, buy one of my four shirts. 
Brandon's got some cool designs. Up Especially there. if you're a rap fan, I got the new design up, real name, no gimmicks, inspired by Obi Trice. Which I'm pretty sure everyone our age will know because we are all older than you. <laughs> I'm talking about in general to anybody listening. That's cool. Ish. It's amazing. It's a, it's a unique design. Honestly, it is. Like I didn't even think of that. Yeah, and Jesse did fucking amazing. Shout out to Jesse Lebon for doing all of our designs for everything we've done so far, dude. I, His work is peak, bro. I, I dude, can't thank him enough. Dude, PJ, uh, the rough draft I had of my original logo, PJ sent him my way. He did three for free. I'm like, so yeah, definitely big shout out to him for that. And shout, and honestly, seriously, shout out to PJ Savage. I know he's had a big hand in a lot of things that have gone into a bunch of recent shows he's done so far. Yeah. And they are like, he literally pulls out every stop possible to do just to make it more amazing, more of an amazing experience for everyone in like in attendance. And I got one more shout out. Go ahead. Shout out to all the wrestling fans that just support wrestling and don't criticize it for every little thing. Yes. Because you know what? At the end of the day, yeah, we all have our different opinions, but guess what? This is what we fucking love. So don't hate and just be be glad that there are people in this world that love the same shit that you do. And also, there's one more shout-out. A shout-out to all you people that sit here and literally listen to us ramble for hours upon end. You're yeah. a true MVP. You guys it, are the true MVPs for all this. Yeah, the, the ones that get through, like, the rare three-hour podcast start to finish. Listen, man. Yeah, shout out to you. Listen, man. It's like I say, if I can make somebody laugh and it, like, brightens somebody's day up for, like, oh, yeah, that's 30 seconds, so be it. But until then, don't drink and drive, park and spark. It's 420 somewhere. And join TakeOver. Takeover crumbles. Okay, this one, this one was actually me. Yeah, I know. Have a Take, good night, everyone. Takeover crumbles.